they don't tell you anything until like the last day when they when they select you. So yeah, when I came when I came fifth, yeah, I looked at the wall and I was just like, oh, like it's a decent time. Like I knew it was a decent time, and I knew it was I knew it was a real I knew it was a really fast final, and I knew that we yeah. have a really like strong chance in the relay. So I think yeah. like if they were going to take six or even eight in that event, I mean, that was the event they were going to do it. You know what I mean? So yeah. I was, I was definitely unsure though, but um, I knew I had to make it kind of cement in the hundred as well. So I was kind of, I use it more as motivation to be like, yeah, I definitely need to get in the top four in a hundred. Welcome back to the social kick podcast. I'm Brian Lundquist. We got Luke Paddington and joining us from down under Zach and Surdy, new Olympian. What's going on, man? How are we? Yeah. Still not, still not getting used to that term to be honest. Um, But yeah, no, thanks for having me. Yeah. Thanks for coming on. You got a whole lifetime to let it settle in though. So, uh, or at least a few weeks before it, it it really hits you. (laughs) Speaking of, are you you, going to walk in the opening ceremonies? Um, Oh, I'm I'm not sure if there is an opening ceremony. Is there? Ooh. I'm not. I haven't really heard of anything. Yeah, about that. Um, huh. But yeah, traditionally swimmers don't really. Yeah. But yeah. Um, yeah, could pull some strings. We never know. Who knows? We were but talking. Yeah, about I think that's. A, we've been talking about this because yeah. Luke, Luke's brother swam in uh, the Sydney, Sydney Olympics, and and he yeah. and he did walk, and he even scratched the four hundred. Luke, you tell us. <laughs> yeah, he, no way. he made it in the two under four. But he knew he was not going to do anything in the four, so he scratched it so he can march and march oh, in wow. Sydney. And, and yeah, he's like, and I have a video. I just posted a video two days ago of it on Olympic Day of him yeah. marching. He, you know, he has all big hair and he hasn't shaved. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah. Well, I mean, yeah, that's kind of an experience you you're never really going to live back. So, I mean, you can see it. You can see why he did it. But yeah, yeah. And I was there, yeah. I was there with my mom and stuff. I remember we, we we scalped tickets like the afternoon of, and it was just so expensive back in those days. But to see my mom cry for three straight hours, and he yeah. actually saw us in the stands because there aren't that many people from my country when we waved. And I mean, I mean, yeah. the whole Bush Stadium must have been holding 100,000, right? So, oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Is that strange to be to be headed to Tokyo and I mean I assume the, your family isn't able to travel and be there, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, it's it is. Uh, it's it's a bit weird. I mean, I think like so. I don't know if you guys know, but so I'm from WA, so Perth, um, and we moved from Perth because like the COVID restrictions in Perth. I think Luke, do you live in Sydney, Luke? No, I wasn't there for about three months, so I knew a bit more. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, but, like, I mean, Perth in Australia, like, it's quite – if there's one case, like, it goes, you know, lockdown for, like, a week. So we didn't really want to take that risk. So we actually moved to the Gold Coast. um, So we did national champs in the Gold Coast in April. Yeah. And then we basically just stayed on the Gold Coast for two weeks. Wow. And then – oh, no, sorry, three weeks. And then we went to Cairns for three weeks. Yeah. And then from Cairns, we went to Adelaide for trial. So I've been away for, what, nine weeks now. So, yeah, I was, I was, th- thankfully, my parents came to Adelaide and I got to see them. Um, but yeah, that's, that's basically it. Yeah. Yeah. So Melbourne just, just uh, came out. Was it Melbourne on lockdown as a result of yeah. the AFL game at the MCG? Yeah. And then we got like 30 cases and locked the whole state down. Isn't Sydney in a lockdown now of some sorts? Like, yeah, Sydney's in a lockdown, and I think Queensland. There's a few cases in Queensland as well. So, 
um, yeah, it's all happening. Yeah, pretty, it's pretty crazy. But um, yeah, it it is. It's it's definitely weird. Like that I'm going to Tokyo in a couple of weeks for sure, and I think it's yeah. As I was saying before, it's just something that I haven't gotten used to yet. But hopefully, like, because we go to Cairns for the actual team. Yeah. you know the team camp and stuff so yeah hopefully it was set in there for sure but when um, did you know you were olympian did you touch the wall did yeah. you know what you did in the two free did you know for sure was it for sure or was it announced officially when were you for sure knowing yes i'm olympian oh you they don't tell you anything until like the last day when they when they select you so yeah when i came when i came fifth yeah i looked at the wall and i was just like oh like it's a decent time. Like I knew it was a decent time, and I knew it was. I knew it was a real. I knew it was a really fast final, and I knew that we yeah. have a really like strong chance in the relay. So I think, yeah. like, if they were going to take six or even eight in that event, I mean, that was the event they were going to do it. You know what I mean? So yeah. I was. I was definitely unsure though, but um, I knew I had to make it kind of cement in the hundred as well. So I was kind of. I use it more as motivation to be like, yeah, I definitely need to get in the top four in a hundred. So, um, but yeah, I've got, I've got, a, sorry. Has, has that ever happened where some, where a country took eight? I think we did. I think the women's, I could be wrong here, but I think the women's took it in 2008. Whoa. I that could be, be wrong though. Well, I yeah. don't know. Uh, like, uh, and maybe at that time the rule hadn't been uh, put in. At some point, they put in yeah. a rule saying that if you qualify only in a relay, then you have to swim. So yeah, yeah, yeah. So now yeah. that'd be that'd be kind of risky uh, potentially, but maybe not because that final was so fast. <laughs> well, that's that's what I mean. And like the top eight guys, yeah, were already on the team. Well, I think Jack McLaughlin who came, right. and, what did he come seventh? He came eighth, I think, and then or wait, no, uh, no, I think I it was know. seventh. Yeah, no, because Mac, Mac got yeah, sixth. Mac got sixth. Yeah, Clyde got yeah. seventh. Oh, okay. Yeah, right. Yeah. So then Jack. Yeah, went Jack came, what a forty-six yeah. eighty went. I mean, all you guys were forty-sixes, man. The, I know. It was man. yeah. It was a it was a crazy it was a crazy race for sure. I've got a pretty funny story about that actually. Um, so in the heat, I got DQ'd. That wasn't funny. Um, do you guys know what happened tell us uh, explain what what they thought they saw and what really happened um well they thought i moved like i just jolted a little bit i guess forward and then i kind of rocked backwards is what they kind of saw but i think what saved me was they were holding the starts for a really long time i don't know if you guys noticed that as well no. They, been, they were like in trials, like the first couple of days, I think they kind of um, like sped it up a little bit towards the end, but like the holes were really long. So yeah. I think our argument was I could, I resettled myself before the buzzer went off. Oh. Um, but yeah, I, on my hand to God, I, I don't think I moved at all. Like I couldn't feel it. I didn't dive in being like, Oh shit. Like, okay. I don't think I'm like, yeah. So, I don't know, but yeah, it was it was really yeah, it was a crazy morning for sure. What was that like yeah. touching the wall and seeing DQ next to your name? Complete shock. It, what did you feel? It's yeah, I was just I like I didn't even, I didn't want to look at it again. I looked at it once and then I was just and then Kyle, like Kyle's my really good friend, 
and he was next to me and he was like more panicked than I was. He was like, ask me what happened. And I was like, how am I, like, how do I know? Like, so I was just, it was, yeah, it was really, it, it, and I was like, I was crying on the way out. Like I thought it was done. Like I had no, I wasn't optimistic at all. They were going to overturn it. Cause like, it's so rare that they do that. So, yeah. so yeah, describe the emotions though. I mean, were you, were you, yeah. were you, were you angry? Were you upset? Were you, like, cause I mean, if you, if you had that feeling, it's one thing if you yeah. think that there may have been an infraction, but for you to leave yeah. and like, not think at all that something happened, I can imagine the range yeah. is crazy. Oh uh, yeah. I was, I was definitely pissed off. Like there was times where like, they they were describing to me what happened and I just didn't want to hear it. I was just like, dude, I, I didn't. Like I didn't and and they like I just don't understand why they called that. And then like wow. Yeah, I was like walking out. I was walking out with my like the sports psych that came with us on the team. Yeah. And my physio. And I like I walked past the room where there were like all the officials were sitting there and I thought like that's where they were gonna have the meeting about it. And I just broke down. Like it was just I was just like, oh, I can't, I can't mm-hmm. do this. Like, and then, yeah, I got home. Um, like, cause I was rooming with a couple of the boys on my team. Um, I got home and I was just like, they all gave me a hug and whatever. And I was just kind of like, kind of like, was just trying to sit on the couch and kind of re, just kind of like chill with the boys kind of thing and mm-hmm. not really worry about it. And then I get a text from Mick, like my coach, Michael Palfrey. Um, oh yeah, we're going to like the, the process has started like the, cause I knew they were always going to like refer it and whatever. So I, like, I had no doubt. Is this like the Vatican? Is this like the Vatican where there's like, they're like pumping smoke up. And then as soon as they like have a verdict, they're like, okay, there's green yeah. and yellow smoke. Well, yeah, apparently like it was kind of like a court. Like that's how they were describing it to me. Like it was like a jury, like everything. Like it was, it was crazy. And then, so, and then, yeah, I finally got the text at 2.30 that I'd been mm. reinstated. Yeah. God. So I only had, like, I only had a couple of hours to kind of regroup um, and, yeah, get to the pool and, yeah, start my process of the final. So, so what did you do yeah. to regroup to yourself? I uh, basically just, I got the text. Yeah. I was sitting in, I remember, I was sitting in the lounge with the boys. I got the text, 2.30. It was like, you've been reinstated. I just get straight up. I go to my room turn all the lights off, just lay in bed. And I just tried to like refocus as much as I could. Uh-huh. Of course that didn't work. Cause my heart was just pounding. And I was like, fuck, I'm in the final. Sorry. Am I allowed to swear? I'm not sure. I didn't. Yeah, whatever. But, yeah, cool. Absolutely. So I was just like, yeah, like, Oh wow. Like I'm in the final. So, and so I was just kind of like, I kind of got up, had a walk, had a coffee. Like I was just kind of trying, just trying to chill out as much as I could. And I think that helped a lot to be honest. Like, cause when you kind of like in between, you know, heats and finals when you kind of like, I kind of got into my head the whole time that like, it's really important to sleep like yeah. in between heats and finals. Um, and like, as I'm getting older and as I'm like kind of experiencing a little bit more, like it's, it's actually not that much of a big deal what you do in between. It's just more like just getting your head ready for, you know, yeah. a really big swim and like the, the next session. So I think I was just, I'm kind of experimenting still, I guess with, what I do in between, but I think, you know, going for walks, having a coffee, just trying to get my mind actually away or like around people or yeah, yeah just trying to talk yeah. to people. I think it's a, it's a really big thing that, you know, 
kind of helped me that week to be on all that day for sure yeah definitely well yeah. describe yeah. describe the final then getting up in the blocks and what was your reaction time and 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 how did you swim your race and not go crazy with alex and go out like him like what describe yeah it? yeah um oh it was it was a bit like walking into the pool and everyone knowing that i'd been reinstated and stuff it was just a bit i was just like oh do i really deserve to be in this final and like I was kind of getting those, you know, doubtful thoughts almost. Um, but Wait, like I knew that. Hold on. So was there a person who? So at the U.S. trials, what they were doing, if they had an overturned DQ, and it happened several oh, times. Yeah, at least. Oh really? Yeah. 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 No and, and so they, but they swam a nine-person final. Yep. Because right. they had already told someone in. So, but you guys yeah. only had eight in the final, so somebody got bumped. Yeah. Right? Yeah. So. Um, and I knew the guy that they bumped as well. So I had to, oh, I knew, I was, yeah, I know it was, and I wow. had to, I made him, I made a mental note myself to go up to him and actually like, you know, mm. just apologize, I guess. And just kind of, you know, tell him, cause uh, at the end, like, I know it's not my fault and like, I know I shouldn't like technically feel bad for it, but like, I felt bad for him obviously yeah. because like he's, and it's just, yeah, it was it just a really emotions just went the other direction absolutely yeah and like unfortunately like as as competitors like we're a bit selfish so i feel like i was just trying to because obviously you need to be selfish to be a good racer right so i was just trying to kind of so i was just in that brief moment i guess i was just i guess kind of trying to be a bit more human again and kind of just be like look you know whatever happens like you know that i feel shit about it whatever so um and he was really like gracious about it like he knew that you know, I had a really good chance, you know, making that team. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. yeah, he was just really supportive, which is, you know, all all I could really ask for from a guy. As good as like, him. Um, like him, yeah, yeah. Wow. So, so, yeah. so describe the race, because Alex went out for it, and you had known Alex when, what, he went 45-1 that morning, and he was just on fire. And so yeah, you saw him go out, and you just guys went, okay, yeah. Yeah, well, I mean, I, uh, who did I have next to me? So I had... Clyde next to me in lane one. I was lane two, and I had Kyle in lane three. So oh. I knew I knew Kyle had a really good back end, obviously, and probably yeah, like yeah. probably probably the fastest closing speed in the world of swimming right now. Yeah. Like yeah. I would, I think that's a pretty it's a pretty fair statement. Um, so like if I'm being honest, like I think my race plan originally my race plan was to kind of um, just build that first hundred, like, cause I haven't really been swimming the 200 for a really long time. Like I've only really been starting the 200 this season kind of thing. So wow. yeah. Um, I, yeah. So I kind of just converted to this event. Um, and like, uh, my, like my, my kind of like race plan for the 200 is more just build, build that first 50, try and make it as easy as possible. And then um, just more like build the the middle, the middle like 75. So like from mm-hmm. the first 70, so the first 50 mm-hmm. kind of like flowing speed. Like mm-hmm. I don't, I don't, I don't try to use like easy or slow. It's more like flow or like, you know, just try and like get that really like easy speed almost going. So that first 75 and then the second 20, 75, like the middle 75. So it's like going from, so the first 75 is done and then that yeah. that that third the what is it yeah 
fourth 25. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. So it's like the increase the stroke rate almost, but not yeah. too heavy on the legs because Into I think more. the legs, yeah. yeah, you kind of want the legs at the end of the race almost. So, yeah, just building the stroke stroke rate, not as much with the legs, then turning off that wall and then kind of, um, again, with that, keeping that same rate I had on that fourth 25 mm. on the, on the, and then the last 75 is whatever happens, happens. But because, um, because of my energy I was spending that morning, right. Yeah. I, like I wasn't really thinking about the race plan, to be honest. It was yeah. just more like, just do what I can that first hundred. Cause I knew I was going to feel bad. Like I knew I was kind of anticipating that I was going to feel really shitty that first hundred. So it was just more like whatever I had left in the second hundred, basically. Yeah. And then looking back on that race now, I could tell like I was in trouble by like the first 75. So yeah, it was pretty interesting to be honest. Yeah. Why did you go in assuming that you were going to feel awful the first hundred? Because I didn't cool down properly that morning. Oh. Yeah. All right. So what advice do you have to all the kids who get DQ'd? Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) just yeah just cool down <laughs> just cool down no matter what is happening like just not just have faith that that your coach is gonna at yeah. least contest it so there can always be a chance that you can be reinstated for sure but like yeah that morning like i just wasn't optimistic at all that they were gonna reinstate me so i was just i cooled down about 500 meters like if that so yeah, I just I, cool I, this I, down. you gotta cool this down too. Don't understand yeah. the mental strain and energy that you you burn yeah. and the cortisol the cortisol yeah. levels were just spiking. I mean yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, and I think and I think that's why I knew I was gonna feel bad also, because I just knew my mental energy was just like was just done that day, you know. So um yeah, I I I think I, I took it out like how I wanted to, like fifty one mid, I think I was out in fifty one four. Um yeah. Yeah. And then, as, yeah, when I touched that wall, like the touch that wall on the 100, it was just like, I was just just trying to keep my stroke together, to be honest, like, and just try and hang on as much as I could, which is a crazy way to think about it now. But yeah, it hope, it's, it seemed to work. So, but yeah, hey, I good. think I've, yeah, sorry. No, go, no, ahead. go, ahead. go ahead. Yeah, I just think, um, yeah, just my, just for how long I've been doing the event, um, I think I've just got so much more room to grow and like yeah. so much more. Yeah. I think I've got a lot more left in the tank in the 200 free. So if anything, I'm just more excited that I could swim that time, the way I swam it, which, you know, I'm not really that happy with, to be honest. Yeah. So was there yeah, a there's definitely more. That race where you said oh, like, I'm getting my ass on this team. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. So when, <laughs> It's funny. So when I turned for the hundred, like my turn, like my underwaters were like, there was just, I could just feel that this last hundred was just going to like, I just needed to find something else. Like, so I was a little bit in front of Kyle on that third lap and then going towards the wall for that last turn, I just saw him just mow past me. And I was just like, all right. Like I consciously thought like, okay, He's going to finish. He's going to do what he always does. He's like, that's just what he's going to do. You just need to stay calm and you just need to get your hand on this ball and make this team. So that was just, 
yeah, I just remember consciously thinking that before the turn and then I just had to go. Yeah, I couldn't feel my arms, couldn't feel my legs. I just went for it, yeah. Did you think about hopping on that lane rope as as quick as you could for the for the final 50? Oh, no, nah, to be honest, yeah, not really. Yeah, no, I didn't. Yeah, huh. it, was, it wouldn't have been a bad idea though, for sure. Yeah, because... He does give a lot of he does give a lot of ways, Kyle, with that big kick he has. Um, yeah. So yeah, it was it's definitely yeah. I didn't actually think about it to be honest. It was more just just getting the hand on the wall. Yeah. Hey, so Brian and I were wondering what happened to your backstroke because not many guys break fifty four yeah. in Australia, and you've broken fifty four and hundred back. Yeah, but it's the same yeah. night as a two free. Was that a conscious decision? Yeah, yeah it was. Um, and like you know like when i when i made that decision to kind of focus on the 200 free like i knew in the back of my mind i was always going to drop the backstroke event like we made that we made the actual decision that i was going to swim the 200 free probably uh like so in perth covid kind of really hit i mean went into quarantine uh last year around march um so yeah that's kind of so when i came back was like start of april we didn't really we quarantined for probably like five weeks so i came back pretty refreshed you know as everyone kind of was and then yeah i kind of had a had a meeting with my coach and i was just like look i think i can i think i can really do something in this 200 free like it suits my stroke way better and i think i needed a i think i needed a refresh in the mind as well like learning about this event has actually been quite fun for me and it's kind of re-energized you know the way i think about racing and the way i think about swimming like i've actually had so much fun this season just by just by like learning this event and learning to swim this event and how interesting this event is i mean there's not a lot of events where you can get guys from the 400 yeah that can that can meet in the middle and then guys that can sprint that can go up and Right. That that was that final basically. We had we had Mac and we had Jack who were the four hundred guys, and we had Tommy Neal who was the four hundred guys, and then we had me, Clyde, Kyle that were all just in this final. And I just thought it was it's just amazing that you know I could be a part of that as well. So yeah, yeah I just find it really I just find it really fun. Yeah, I just but find that event really fun. Before, yeah. Did you go to three forty nine and four hundred recently? Yeah, yeah, I did. Yeah, I did that. What's that about? about? Yeah. <laughs> That's good. yeah, I've so yeah, it's kind of <laughs> I can't really put it into words like this season for me, to be honest. Like, oh, I just yeah. think it's been it's just been like it's been amazing, to be honest. Like, I've just had so much fun, like, with what I'm doing and and how I've been doing it. And like, like, I, I didn't start competitively swimming until i was 18 like taking it taking it seriously yeah 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 so again like i know that i'm you know i'm 24 which you know some guys are reaching their peak at that time um and you know it's it is hard not to buy into that concept of you know how guys get into that prime of their of their career so to speak um And yeah, I, like to be honest, I I have been like battling with that, just being like, oh, am I too old to kind of, you know, do more in this sport? But, um, you know, I, another part of me is just like, just keep doing what you're doing, man, and you know, the results will come for sure. Yeah. 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 
Hey, we were talking about before the show started about the dynamics on the 200 free and uh, yeah. in Australia. I, mean, I think this happens in some other places, but uh, where the race becomes, it becomes more about the race than about what you yeah. can do, um, yeah. you know, you know, individually solo. So what, what are your thoughts on how that's that impacted the race you were in and like generally in the 200 free? Uh, yeah, I think it impacted a lot of us because of the hype around the race. First of all, I think like the hype before the trials of this 200 free was like, why is it that? Was pretty big? It's because I think the, just, the Brits, is that why? Yeah, I think I think the Brits did have a lot to do with it subconsciously for yeah. us all. Definitely for me. Like when I saw them, when I saw them do that was. Yeah, it was unreal, and the and the way they swam it was was like, really good. Yeah, like both both yeah. of them. Yeah, I know. Yeah, like the way they built that third fifty yeah. is just—it's yeah. not an easy thing to do, and the way they did it was yeah, incredible. So, um, and yeah, I think you know, I think when you look at Alex Graham, like he was he is he is in his like he was primed and ready to you know do something pretty special in that two hundred free. Um, yeah. And I think, you know, when you have somebody like Kyle as good as a racer as he is, um, you know, we kind of, unfortunately, we kind of go to what he is comfortable with. Like he goes out in a 52, right? And he's swimming 47 for 100 free. Like he's cruising that first 100. You know what I mean? So it's just, yeah. And I think, um, yeah, in Australia right now, like I think we're just – kind of with no one really has a set race plan in that race um and i think you know what i want to do personally is you know do something you know pretty special in the 200 free like in australia that no one's you know really been no no one's really seen before so for me is again just getting that race experience obviously with the 200 free um but yeah that race dynamic at trials yeah, it was. It's a tricky one for me to comment on, really, because um, I just think we kind of just went to Kyle's plan, to be honest. And I think yeah. that's what we've done recently. Like, I think everyone has for that race. I think it suits him the best right now, like the way everyone's racing it. What do you think the so, anti-Kyle plan would be? I mean, not not, uh, not like, hey. I'm going to do this plan or the first person who does is going to take down Kyle. Like that's not the spirit. Yeah. 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 Like, what, like what would that be in your mind? That's, that's not playing into his hands. Um, I don't really know. Like, cause if you, I think if you're going to go out in a 50 point, which is what Alex did. No, is that what, what was no. the turn? Can you guys remember? Yeah, I, I was it I 50 point, 50 point 50. 50. nine. Yeah, yeah. 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 And then did you guys get Kyle split? Yeah, Kyle went out 51 3. Yeah, okay. So that's probably faster than what he has been previously. Um yeah, I the Mac was, like, was out 52 5. Yeah, right. <laughs> but he, yeah, he's got 
yeah, he's so, always kind of come yeah. back. He, yeah. yeah, so makes sense. Yeah. So I was getting distracted yeah. over here because I'm trying to find out the Russian Olympic trials. I just had to Google Translate the Russian Russian trials. I'm trying to find out what yeah. we all know what happened in their hundreds, right? But yeah. I don't yeah. know what happened in their two hundreds. And we all know what the U.S. did. They had one one guy go 145. The Brits had two guys go 144s. The rest went 146s. You guys, yep. everyone went 145s and 146s. But what did the Russians do? Um, and the, the Russians had one guy go 145-4. And then yep. a bunch of them, but four went 146s and then 147s. So yep. it's... It, and I want to now shift to expectations and what we thought. Because, I mean, Alex is a 144 in him for sure. There's no doubt. Yeah, 100%. Yeah, yeah. yeah. 100%. yeah. And you said you're still trying to figure out how you're swimming at 200. And you went and yeah. you keep dropping best times. You, you In a messed up mental state, you drop 0.4 a second prelims and finals. I mean, yeah. so have you guys um, considered, like, do you like to start? Do you like to be second? Have you considered what it might take? You can, I mean, you're defending world champions. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yep. Yeah. Um, yeah. I like. There hasn't really been uh, much talks about, you know, how we're going to swim the heats and the finals yet. I think no, that'll come when yeah. we when we move to Cairns yeah. um, and actually get around the team a little bit more. Um, so yeah, to answer your question with mm -hmm. a really bad answer, I, I I'm not too sure yeah, yet, yeah. Luke, to be honest. Yeah. 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 Um, yeah I just think. Yeah. I think we're going to – just the way we always handle expectation in this country, I guess, just kind of do what we can and, you know, race races as well as we can. I mean, you know, in Australia, swimming's, you know, pretty high up there and there's a lot of expectations every game. So as much – yeah, as what it would be like for the US team or, yeah. you know, there's other guys as well. So I think it's all an even playing field, especially this year when there's no crowds, you know, it's all yeah. just – it's a, yeah. it's probably it's probably like the most even playing field we're ever gonna have, to be honest. So I think whichever team can make that adjustment and whichever team can, you know, get in that moment and execute well is gonna be gonna be victorious for sure. So yeah. Are you feeling are you feeling pressure? Uh not right now. No. I'm I'm as I said before, I'm just Second. trying to have as much fun as I can. Yeah, and just just enjoy the ride. Hey, there's something yeah. we were talking about before that Australia does so so well, or that I think is really neat is um, when you make the Australian team that they assign you a number, and it's yeah. like you're the, you're the number. So what um, is that? First of all, um, what number are you? And is that true when you just first make the A national team, or is it just as an Olympian? Uh, no, so yeah, I'm. 784 my number uh i made my first team in 2017 world champs yeah uh for the for the 100 backstroke so yeah it's just any team any, so any if you team. make okay yeah if you're on the dolphin team yeah you get you get the number and uh yeah you get a cap and you get like a little uh you get like a little stitched up bag and it has your name and it has your number on it and then we have like yeah it's really cool it's kind of uh it's a really cool tradition that we we've started there so yeah really cool now, tell me about tell me about the funky jacket that you guys got uh when you made the olympic team and they announced the team what, what were those like weird halfsy robe things <laughs> yeah i think it was uh i mean what isn't it isn't it like a japanese thing i don't know i thought it was yeah no, it, well i think oh, okay. I, yeah i think it was yeah it was kind of like a it was those um i don't even know what they're called but 
yeah, those traditional Japanese code things, yeah, that they wear. So, well, I hope yeah. you wear it and walk out in it for the prelims of the four by two. <laughs> yeah. Well, okay, so so four by one, two hundred free, but like, mm. so you obviously made the team of the hundred free relay or four by one as as well as a relay swimmer there, and um, I'm curious about like, okay, so you went through this emotional roller coaster, and and. Mm didn't you know weren't like cool down improperly even knowing that you had another big swim coming later in the meet yeah. um, but yeah. like so you made the team you go through that emotional high low and high um mm. tell me about preparation for for the 100 and like the rest of the meet there were you just booming with confidence or or what how'd that go um yeah i think i was like i think i was much more confident because once you do a tournament free in a meet the hundred free is half the distance. So I mean you kind of you've done you've done the hardest race before. So you kind of just yeah, for me I just kind of treated it as a sprint to be honest. Um and yeah, I just tried to again just try and take that first lap as close to Kyle as I could. Luckily I was next to him again. Um and yeah, just try and hang on as, as much as I could. But um yeah, I was just really confident. I wasn't too worried about like hurting or anything, and I was just yeah, because it's obviously half the distance of the two hundred free. So that's that was my that was honestly my mental state going into it. Just half this the whole, distance. Yeah. This whole mind share that Kyle has is so fascinating, though. Like yeah. you know, to think about, and I don't think that you're the only one, by the way, who's thinking, yeah. okay, how can I be closer to Kyle? And like, yeah. you know, you hear people talking. The Australian media is asking Kyle too, like, hey. Yeah. What do you need to do to be close to Caleb? And then Caleb's fielding yeah. questions too about like, hey, what yeah. do you think about getting ahead so Kyle's back in? And all this like yeah. going yeah. off of other people. Yet we know that the only thing that you can control is what's happening in your lane and what's happening yeah. in your body. So it's just yeah. so funny to me that that's like, you know, that's happening in your mind. Do you guys, I don't know. Like, do you think about that when you turn your head toward toward Tokyo? uh yeah no probably not because i'm on the same team as him now uh, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. he seems like a really cool guy yeah 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 yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, which is awesome for him to be your teammate too now you know it's like but um but still yeah, you know you, you, def you definitely want him yeah you definitely want him swimming for you not against yeah. you i think um but yeah i just uh well yeah like to me Carl's the best racer in the world so Whenever yeah. you can get a chance to go up and race guys like that, like you just kind of, I guess you just use what's in front of you. And I'd probably be the same if I had to race Caleb or I had to race, you know, guys like, um, oh, who's another guy? Zach. Is that, yeah, me. There you go. Zach, Zach um, no, there's Zach Apple and Zach Inserti. Oh, yeah, Zach. Yeah, yeah, I did see that one actually. Zach Apple. Yeah. Was he kind of a breakthrough also? Was he has he been around a while? He's been 46 relay split a few times. Right. Uh, okay. So he's but he's yeah. had a couple few years, but it is his first Olympic team. Yeah. 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 And first yeah. uh individual big swim, I think. So um yeah. yeah. Anyway, also also has closed pretty well too. Uh maybe maybe underrated his back end speed relative to Kyle. I don't know where I don't know how they compare back end speed, but he's back pretty quick in 47. So yeah. ISL yeah. him a lot. The ISL really sharpened his his speed and his racing. So it was good. Right. Yeah. What do you guys think about um like with the ISL yeah. coming up? I'm yeah. gonna have to change 
I'm gonna no, do it. Change it. We'll, yeah, we'll, you we'll come back. It's fine. Yeah, it's, um, <laughs> it's a social game. Yeah. Um, like with, like traditionally, it's more like the more training you do, the fitter you become, the better you race, right? But now that we have like this ISL coming in, yeah, and you know the World Cups that are coming in, like people are kind of training like as racing that's right and like racing more in season so then do you guys think like do you guys think that works and do you guys think that is effective like as a you yeah. know a, a fan of the sport like for me like i'm not too sure that's the thing and i think i was a little bit tentative with you know reaching out to any isl teams yeah. not that i was good enough back then but like i think um yeah i was definitely tentative with you know how people were going to go in the ISL and then coming back and how are they going to compete or but yeah. like I've kind of seen that people are actually racing way better like yeah. from doing ISL so yeah yeah, yeah. yeah Brian do you remember guys? we asked Tom Shields this question we asked Tom how, how do you manage to get up and go every weekend for six straight weeks and always like nail it and race Chad and Caleb and just go and he says I was I, I train to get up and race and go fast when I need to so my program right. works out for me. So if I need one day rest, I come down one day. If I need two day rest, but he has changed with dirt and his philosophy of how he gets up and goes. And it, and he doesn't no longer needs that two week rest to come down. He can now change his mindset to get ready to go week in, week out, which is really interesting evolution that you're hinting to, isn't it? Yeah. 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 I, th I think there's, so I think it works for certain people. Um, yeah. it's interesting to think about somebody like Tom, who's come from the more traditional, well, there's a lot of people who have done this, but I think folks that there were always people that did world cups a lot. And so they're racing a lot. And ISL introduced a new, you know, agenda, new opportunity for people to cram a bunch of meets and a ton of races and really short sequence. And so I think everybody's kind of learning with that, but you've always had people that were really good at racing in season and didn't need, didn't maybe need as big of a taper, like a weird one to yeah. me was like Nathan Adrian was one was on the American side was one Nathan would show up and go 48s long course at every meet. And you're like, how yeah. you're a huge guy. Like, how can yeah. you, how can you do this in season swim fast all the time? But he's just one of those people. Yeah. Whereas like Caleb's actually not that person. I mean, he's, he's, yeah. he's really great, but he, but he, but he needs a pretty substantial taper to, to come yeah. down typically. So um, so you can see throughout the ISL season, somebody like Caleb's is getting better throughout this, the season. And you yeah. know that that's coming from the sharpness of racing, but also probably what's happening between the meets week to week. And so yeah. I think that, I think that it's, there's, it's definitely possible that to have a different program and for people that are traditionally used to, uh, you know, the, the regular model of train, 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 and then come back, come down for a big taper, um, yeah. that there, there is a way for that person to swim fast, but I also think it caters to some people that are just traditionally fast in season. So, yeah. um, but I mean, like it's the, the point, the point that, you know, that you made that I think is really interesting is so the perception of some athletes that if I go to ISL, it's going to be disruptive to my training plan for next summer's Olympics or next summer's meet. And yeah, I think it's, it's quite fascinating to see that like every, well, every ISL season of the two that we've had, you've got people that show up that on paper you think are going to be great and they totally flop. 
Um, and then, you know, and then vice versa, you have all these names that we've never heard of, like, you know, Beryl Gastadello and, you know, Minna Atherton, like before that, we wouldn't have known who they were. And so I I think it's like, you know, I mean, it's a different format of racing, but, um, it's just something that people got to figure out. It's a new thing. So I don't know, like you're, so you're going to go do it. You're, you're in the rookie draft. What are your thoughts on like, okay, so now I'm going to go do it. What do you think is going to work for you? Yeah, uh, I, well, I'm quite, I'm kind of similar to uh, Caleb as what you were talking about before yeah. with like, I do need a really big rest. Like I'm yeah. quite, um, yeah, pretty rubbish in season. Um, so yeah, I think it's just going to be interesting. And like when you talk about, it's just something that we have to do. Like it's, it's all about evolution of the sport, right? So mm. I think if, yeah. if we're doing that as much as we can, like it can only be a good thing. And you know, if you have to force yourself to adapt to, you know, new things, it's it's only going to be positives. So, um, yeah, I don't, I'm not too sure how I'm going to go, but, you know, I'm, I know that I'm, you know, just going to have to adapt and see how it goes and try something new. Yeah. And, and I think it's probably the best time to try something new. You know, after the Olympics, you can have a whole big cycle again and you can ex- experiment things again. So, yeah all i've got is time basically so yeah i always i felt saved swimming last year it saved swimming it happened right after the olympics got postponed a lot of people said how am i going to keep on racing how am i going to get sponsorship how am i going to earn a living so from the athletes it saved them um it it, it gave a lot of exposure to like you guys not going gave a lot of exposure to a lot of young brits who got to go and now a lot of these brits then made the olympic team like the litchfields of the world um yeah it saved swimming up to last week. So a bunch of swimmers didn't make the Olympic team for the US, but they got drafted in the first five of the ISL. So they went from the down of not making the Olympic team to immediately like, I got a future, I got a career, I know what's next. Yeah. It's saving yeah. the sport from the athlete's perspective and from yeah. the fans so that, yeah. you know, well, we, there's a lot more to go, but um, it, it's the six weeks bonding, like the Olympic Village times six weeks versus a week. Yeah. And, yeah. and the relationships you go, that's what we're about. So yeah. I, I'm, I'm, I'm glad you're in the rookie draft and, and you're such a versatile swimmer from your backs to your freeze to your mid D. Uh, I yeah. mean, any coach should be going after you right away, dude. And then yeah. you go at 23, 50 back show course meters and you have a, you have the aerobic capacity of a 400 freestyler. Yeah. Get yeah. Zach on a team, people. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Thank who you. Do you. Who do you want to swim yeah. for? Who do, who do you like? Uh, I think it's pretty hard to go past London Raw because there's a lot of Aussies. Yeah. Um, I do like Cali Condors as well because I like blue. Uh, you like blue? <laughs> yeah, That's all I like blue. Team, by the way, supposedly. All oh, right. There you go. <laughs> um, uh, and I like, I do like DC as well. I like DC Trinans. Yeah. 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 Couldn't tell you why. I think it's the symbol. I think it's the mascot. I love the Trident, yeah. Now they yeah, got some, uh, what, what, are, what do they say? We've talked to some Trident folks. Is it fork, fork up or some it's kind of weird? Yeah. I think, yeah, I don't want to do it. because It's got to be insensitive to some countries. <laughs> yeah, there you go. You try to set me up there, Brian. I don't appreciate that. Okay. <laughs> hey, is, is ISL big in Australia? I, I, I mean, swimming is huge. It was, was ISL on TV at all? I think that we were on like... We were so we had a thing called Foxtel. It's kind of similar to um, cable, 
I think Americans call it or overseas cable. Is that what it's kind of yeah. called? Like you can kind of get a lot of like sporting streaming yeah. channels. Yeah. 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 So it was just on, it was like on one of them. Yeah. Mm, Did yeah. you watch it? No, I didn't. I, I, I'd watch the replay on YouTube and things like that, but I wouldn't watch it live. I, I was, I think it was when I was yeah sleeping. like sleeping. Yeah. So, mm. but yeah, I'd always watch the replay or the, um, or the highlights on YouTube for sure. Do you yeah. like short course meters? Yeah, I do. Yeah. So, yeah. um, I've grown up along a, a lot around it. I'm from a, like a country town in there WA. 4,000 yeah, people okay, cool. from yeah. <laughs> crazy box and you are like this. <laughs> yeah, that's it. Um, so yeah, that's all I used to train under like okay. 25 meter pools and stuff. Okay. Um, but yeah, I, I'm not that great at it purely just because of my turns and my skills. Um, so I think the only way to get better is, uh, to do it more. So yeah, it's just all about opportunity, I guess. Yeah. We've been talking a, a bit about what it takes, what it might take for the ISL to gain notoriety and to actually stick. I mean, it's kind of amazing that it's into its third season. It sounds like there's no concerns about it moving forward, but the long-term, you know, longevity of the, the league is still definitely in question. So like, yeah. do you, do you get a sense? I mean, I don't know how many like, you know, club teamers you hang out with but i mean what i what i feel like is like who's the audience and who are who are the fans and do people care about it do they watch it like we like yeah i'm kind of in the middle i would see some of them live and then some of them i would go back and watch which i mean there's still yeah. a demand you know um that's still a demand signal for you know advertisements and things so it's fine if i watch it later but does the Australian public do club team swimmers know? I mean, you guys are like the, the preeminent example of of a swim crazy public and nation. So, yeah. you know, if there's anywhere where it should be a big thing, it should be in Australia, yeah. I would think. So do people know about yeah. it? I don't think a lot of people know. I think it's purely because there are no Australian teams. Yeah. I, I really do think that's probably... They don't care. Like, yeah. yeah, I think that's probably the yeah. biggest problem with that um but yeah i think like there are talks that we might even start an asl so an australian swimming league um, and that's really early like yeah 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 i don't yeah but um yeah we all talk about there's no rivalry so there's nobody there's no there's no you know klim versus um hall and and there's also we don't care like you it's it's a race that you go, you touch, you set a world record, and they move on to the next race. That guy just set a world record. They like, get up and celebrate yeah. it and, and see the person on the podium getting a medal and crying, but you don't have that opportunity. And that's part of why we like Olympics, yes? Yeah? See the flag rising and shit. Yeah. But yeah, yeah, we need to have an Aussie local team for sure, a domestic team. Like, yeah. But yeah, it's all, yeah, it's a pretty big, it's a big thing to do, like in terms of funding wise and things like that. So, yeah. I, yeah, I think hopefully, you know, the ISL can yeah, evolve into, you know, something like that in the future for sure. As you said, it's only its third season. So, I mean, hopefully it can stick around for years Would there to be come. athletes that you would enjoy being able to train with and learn from? We had Lewis Clairbot on and he sucks at turns, he said. And he said he just was loving training with Michael Andrew. And he learned so much from Michael Andrew. Are there athletes out there that you would you would love to do a week or two sesh with and, and work out with and learn from? Yeah, I think he's probably up there as well in terms of skill wise. Mm-hmm. Um, I think yeah, when I say you know Carla's one of the 
the fastest closing speeds. I think the way Andrew's swimming his IMs right now, like the speed that he's going out in is is crazy. So I think if you can, if you can learn, yeah, that's the thing. Like I'm just, yeah, if I could learn anything, like even Caleb, I mean, he probably has the best skills in the world as well. Like one or if not the best, one of the best skills he had, like his start and his, his starts unbelievable. So I think if I can, he'd probably be, he'd probably be up there. Yeah, he'd definitely be probably my top two. Top two hey, guys. He criticizes himself all the time. Are you hot on yourself? Do you, do yeah. you criticize yourself? Yeah. Talk about that. Yeah, no, I'm 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 definitely yeah. I've just um well if if we're gonna go off my week at trials, like I really wanted to come top two in that hundred free. Um but it wasn't even like something that I was aiming for before trials and I just got really hard on myself that I came fourth in the 400 free. It's just like stupid things like that, that I know are stupid, but then like it's, it wasn't even a goal that I had. And then that I didn't get it. I'm like, I'm pissed off with myself, which is just like, yeah, it can be, can be really uh, self deprecating for sure. Um, But yeah, just in training, like I'm always expecting more out of myself. Um, I think I should be, you know, I think I should be at a completely different place in my career than what I am, but I always forget, you know, where I came from and, you know, what I've gone through the past couple of years. Like I've gone through really bad back injuries. Like I've had disc bulges. Um, you know, I've had, you know, in, like I've just had a really rough road. That's things that I kind of forget about. And uh, that's probably where it comes in with, you know, being hard on myself and yeah, just trying to remind myself that, you know, they, everyone goes through shit, you know, so it's just, uh, you know, how I can kind of block it out of my mind and um, by the time, you know, race comes and, you know, things like that. But, uh, yeah, I think, yeah, to answer your question, I am pretty, I'm pretty, I'm pretty hard on myself, definitely, talk, for sure. Talk more about those hard times. I think, I think by hearing the hard times that people we look up to go through helps, yeah, helps you. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like injuries. Um, and, yeah. yeah. So in 20, uh, 2018, yeah, I got my first disc bulge. Um, and it was, it got to the point where I didn't know I was, so I'd made the team for the Commonwealth Games. Um, mm-hmm. And I'd made it for the 50 backstroke. Um, and I was going into, that trials i wanted to make the 100 free and the 100 back as well um and yeah i couldn't i couldn't do that because i just didn't do enough work um basically because of you know my injuries and things like that so yeah luckily i well i'm not say luckily but you know i was able to put a pretty good 50 meter backstroke together and i ended up winning the backstroke at trials mm-hmm. that trials um mm-hmm. but yeah unfortunately it was still i was just still really going through the battles of that injury um and there were talks that i wasn't actually going to fly over for commonwealth games so we kind of made that decision uh probably four days out actually um that i was actually going to fly over so um yeah and so after that meet i'd won i won bronze um behind two australians so that was a really cool experience and things like that but 
Um, yeah, so I kind of I kind of got my back right uh, after that period, obviously after the break and things like that. Mm-hmm. Um, and then 2019, it happened again. <laughs> so I hadn't really, um, yeah, I hadn't really been. And yeah, 2019 was a pretty rough year for sure. Um, when you talk about hard times, like I kind of fell into a little bit of depression and a bit of anxiety. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was just, uh, yeah, it just wasn't a great time for me. And like at the time, I didn't really accept those feelings. Um, and I kind of just would just put it away. And I just think that it was kind of just normal what's happening or you know uh yeah and just looking back on it now it's it's really scary because it was it got to the point where it was you know it was some really dark thoughts and you know uh you know it was you know life-threatening at times for sure Mm -hmm. um and yeah it was i think the best thing for me to get out of that was the COVID, like COVID happening. Like mm-hmm. if I'm being like, cause there was no, cause that, that 2019 season was, yeah, most of that I was going through that kind of stuff and then it would lead into 2020 and I had no thought of making Tokyo. Like there was just, I just, I just didn't think I was going to do it like at all. Like I just didn't think I'd done the work. I didn't think I was going to make it at all. So, uh, so yeah, like I was still training well. I was still, you know, doing everything that my coach and my teammates were telling me to do. And I was still, you know, going to training every day, but I was, I was never there mentally. Like I was kind of just going through the motions and I was never, there was never really a goal for me to how I was going to swim at, at 2020 trials and, you know, things like that. So, um, yeah, to be the way I got out of it was, I did a um, I did a video on Instagram, uh, and it was like a letter to anxiety and depression, and it's I kind of read that out. Beautiful. Yeah, did you guys see it? Did you? Oh, uh, cool. Beautiful. Yeah. I talked about it today. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, I did that during Men's Mental Health Week in Australia, um, and it was just more to, I just wanted to help. I just want to help people now. Like I just want to, and I want to talk, I just want to talk openly because I think there is still a, it's definitely getting better, but I think there's definitely a stigma of, you know, men trying to be manly. And um, yeah, I think I, if the way I can do that is just reach out on many, as many platforms. And every time I'm interviewed, I just want to bring it up and, you know, just kind of say that, you know, it's, it's just a thing that everyone goes through. And I think you don't have to be ashamed of those feelings. And the thing that really helped me was actually accepting it. Like, I know I'm never going to beat, you know, anxiety ever. And I think the way you can actually help yourself is to kind of just accept those feelings and just know that it can, it can happen at any point in your life and, you won't even you won't even be thinking about it and it will just it can pop up like so yeah i think my sorry no go ahead finish your thought i was just 
I don't really have any. You can go. Go for it. Yeah. Well, so I was going to ask you, do you, are, are there any things that you feel like any, any, um, any, any triggers, any, um, any quick tools that whenever you're feeling a certain way that you feel like you can go back to, to get yourself out of that space or to bring yourself back to center and to make it feel okay. If you're having an anxious moment, are there certain people that you can talk to? Are you starting to develop that kind of thing to help yourself? Yeah. So for me is writing. I just write, like I write my thoughts down. I'll write, I write stupid jokes. Like I'll just write anything like, and I think that's one, it's, it's actually quite, I find it as a form of meditation. I yeah. feel it. I find it quite, it just really relaxes me and mm-hmm. it just gets me doing something. Like if I have to do, you know, if I can just visualize, you know, the words that I'm thinking in my mind, mm-hmm. it's actually quite, it's actually really relieving if I'm being honest. And hmm. um, it was something that I developed, you know, writing that letter to anxiety and, Mm-hmm. It was something that I developed with my sports psych and yeah, it was, uh, that's definitely probably the main trigger that I have, um, you know, when I do start feeling like that for sure. Yeah. Yeah. I want to ask you a question about, so bear with me. So we had a lot of our former guests have trials the last three weeks. And um, at one point I thought we had a social kick curse. I was like, yep. what's going on? So many guests were not making it. But when I think yeah. about it all, then it turned around and like even yourself and Alex and stuff, you finally made the team, what have you. Um, but but when it they all turned, when I remember these swimmers, I, I guess in the show, I remember them as friends on the show. I, I see them as people I know and I relate to. And that's how I remember it. And and like Brian, I know from swimming, but Brian's my close friend. And and if you'd ask me to describe Brian, I'll never tell you that he's a former world record holder, American re- record holder. Brian is... I can I tell you 10 million things about Brian and not mention that at all. Um, were you so defined as a swimmer and every time you got an injury, you saw yourself as not being defined as a person and has mm-hmm. have you seen yourself and like, what would your best friends define Zach and Sarah to now? Like Carol's your buddy, right? Like how do you, it, it's really hard to define yourself beyond a swimmer. Are you there yet? And, and how are you dealing with that? Yeah. Um, I don't think I'm fully there yet. Luke, um, yeah. with kind of, because, you know, when I think back on, you know, when I first moved to Perth for swimming, um, there was, there wasn't a, a, a huge amount of hype around me, but there was a little bit like this kid, this coming from a country town, you know, he's 18, he's, you know, dropping massive times. Like I was doing like, I was doing like 10 second PBs at 18. Like it was, it was pretty stupid like so um yeah but then yeah. like as i you know i was getting in the local paper and you know what have you and whatever so and then you know when you have when i so i was on like so when you have that stuff when you're 18 totally. it's really hard not yeah. to buy into it unfortunately and you know you're only young and so yeah, I bought into that kind of stuff and you know, I would define myself as, you know, just a swimmer at that point in my life. Um and so yeah, then when, you know, all this kind of stuff happening and you know, you experience life, you know, you 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 have a girlfriend, you break up with a girlfriend, yeah, whatever, you know, you have injuries, you you know, you do you do things that you never thought you were going to do and good or bad. Um so yeah, I think I've you know, 
I think I'm, I am getting out of that place and I am finding a lot of interest that I have outside of swimming. Like I, I never really, you know, I never really studied. I, I didn't, not because I, I couldn't, it's just, I just don't enjoy that kind of stuff. And mm. I, I feel like, you know, if I'm doing it cause just because I just don't want to do it. So I'm just kind of trying to find things that, you know, I really want to do and I really enjoy. Um, and it's, it's led to a lot of soul searching to be honest. Mm. And, um, yeah, I've found, you know, things that, you know, I've, I've started doing stand-up comedy, like just stupid, like things like that. And Good. so I think, to answer your question, Luke, I think, you know, my friends yeah. would would describe me as, you know, this bold character, this really funny, yeah, funny guy that just likes to, you know, get out of his comfort zone. And, um, Ooh, yeah, I swim, think. But you don't, yeah, but they, they have no yeah. idea, maybe, some of you, some of them. Yeah, yeah. Well, my, yeah, my closest, my closest friends yeah. from school, like, barely know what event I do. And <laughs> I think, you know, when you have, a balance like that it's uh it can be really refreshing and it was something that i did lose sight of and you know as i'm getting older now it's uh it's really important to keep people like that in your life for sure yeah we, we all do dude i didn't find myself yeah. until i found my family my kids my wife yeah. and that was well yeah. after i retired it, it's, yeah. I, remember, I remember thinking what i'm now one of the normal people when i stopped swimming yeah and yeah. that was like you know like i like to be seen as something different there was an ego thing it was a young it's, yeah. it's, it's yeah crazy. But, yeah there you go yeah it's it a, is it's a big thing yeah. to, to let go of as well like especially when you're young and you're a competitor i mean it's uh it's definitely it's something that you know you're wishing you when you were younger for sure that's it yeah yeah but you can't and there's no point reminiscing on it it's that's what life is so but now yeah. you're gonna take all those learnings and you're gonna to go to Tokyo and you're gonna kick butt at Tokyo and 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 even if you don't, you're gonna go. It's gonna be um, such an experience, man. And you're never Absolutely. gonna forget that. You know, you're gonna get those rings through that, dude. It's awesome. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Zach, we got a few rapid fire questions for you to close. Go for it. Let's go. Um, what's the hardest race in swimming? Two hundred free. Long course or short course? Long course. Uh, Olympic gold, world record, or ISL MVP? Olympic gold. Who's the greatest Australian Olympian of all time? Oh, my God. Um, I'll probably answer. Shane Gould? Right now. Right now, Anthor. Right now, Anthor. Uh You've had all this talk about Kyle. Is everyone going to start cupping like Kyle? Is there anyone who cups more than he does? Yeah. Uh, no, I hate it personally. Um, <laughs> yeah, I don't. I don't see the appeal in it at all. But the way it feels or the way yeah. it works. Both, dude. Both. <laughs> Not about it. But it's a talking point. So there you go. <laughs> Why is Australia the only national team that has a mascot? Are we? I didn't know that. Yeah. There's, no, there's no like, you know, like Russian vodkas and uh, a, <laughs> yeah, right. US American Eagles. <laughs> like, yeah. Australia's the Dolphins. Why? Yeah. I think we Kiwis and the Wallabies. Yeah, well, you got you got the you got the black caps, don't you? 
New Zealand? Yeah. Are they black yeah. caps or something? Some, black fins? Yeah, the, the black well, fins? I don't know. They call the all blacks, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah that was that was that's rugby. And yeah, they but have the swimmers. Hmm. I can't think yeah, of any other national bad. team that's like a they 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 have a thing, but you know, in Australia, yeah. like, you know, it's the Dolphins. Yeah, well, I think it's probably because it's the best one. We might have just taken the best one. So, unfortunately, you can't really can't really compete with it. Oh, you can get the sharks, I guess. But all right, so we talked about we talked about uh, ISL teams and Australia needs a team. So, if you could start an Australia ISL team, what would you call it? And you can't call it the Dolphins. Salties. <laughs> Um, well, it's a great question. Oh, maybe like the Sydney Sharks or something. All right. Is there already a shark team? Is there already a shark team? <laughs> no, come on, man. You're who in the draft. Has, yeah, but, yeah, but who, who has, yeah, but someone has a shark. Is it the DC and they have the actual shark? There's a shark That's symbol. Right. There's a shark and a symbol. There's a, there's a symbol. In yeah. yeah, yeah, you're right. Oh, there you okay. go. I there got you go. Saved it. Saved it. <laughs> I'm a fan, I swear. Uh, all right. Um, your most embarrassing moment. We saw we saw a video of you with your suit ripped uh, when you got in the water. So is that your most embarrassing swimming moment? Absolutely. No question. <laughs> How did that happen? You don't it doesn't happen in backstroke. Dude. At least in backstroke you can hide it. But <laughs> yeah, dude. What? It was uh not great. Not great for anyone. I didn't, I didn't see how it ended, actually. Did you put a new suit on and get in that heat? Yeah. I, no, not that heat, but I got in the last heat. Yeah. I put a new suit on. Yeah. At least there's another swimmer, Ricky Barons, who has uh, plastered all over Giphy images, a photo of his suit ripped, and you can just see his butt crack all over. Like, yeah. At least he didn't happened, have that. It, ha- it happened to... um. It happened to Christian Springer as well, the 200 meter breaststroker. Oh, really? yeah, yeah. Yeah. yeah, and he he ripped he ripped his suit, and then it was before he got up on the block or anything, and then he just sat down on the chair and he just didn't get up, and they were like, "Are you gonna?" Because it was in the final, so they were like, "Are you gonna get up and race?" And he was like, "No, no, I'm just gonna sit down." No. <laughs> so, yeah, All it right. would have been interesting. It would have been interesting to see what I would have done in the final, where I didn't have another opportunity to race in the later heats. Yeah, for probably. Sure. I might. I might have. I might have just copped it and just swam with a, with my ass out. Who knows? Though. <laughs> I know. I, I know. I've we'll seen the where you've got like you know some girl. Uh, I forget who it was. I'm probably pretty sure it was an NCAA's one year where I saw a girl. It's like every time that she flipped turned, you just see her white ass come up. Oh, dude. <laughs> That's probably, that's so funny. Uh, but I guess right. I was lucky it was only the hundred back. But anyway, yeah, carry on. Yeah, yeah, sure. What? Uh, okay, so what? What split on the morning relay is it going to take to get on the finals relay? Of the of the of the of both of them, yeah. Uh one forty five low, I think. Okay. Yeah. What about four by one? You're probably going to be on the finals relay anyway. But what do you think you need yeah. to do? Spot. 47 mid to low, I want to say. 47 <laughs> low. 47 low, I think, probably. You can do to it. To me, like, sure. Yeah. yeah. All right. That's, now, things, that's things I can do. Yeah. I agree. What's, what time is going to win gold in the 4x2? Six fifty eight. I want to say, maybe. 
What are you guys know. doing in at Worlds? You went seven or one, I want to say, or seven flat. Seven. Yeah, yeah. It'd be it it'd be under seven. Okay. What about four by one? Yeah. I couldn't tell you. I don't really know. I was gonna say I like three. I wouldn't know. Frio, three oh nine. What was what was Rio? What was Rio? I don't know. That's a good question. Who did you have in that team? You had Phelps Dressel. Uh Ryan Hell and uh, sorry, who'd you say? Peroni on the finals? No, not finals. I don't think he was on the finals relay. Um wait, Dressel. Did we say Dressel? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Phelps Dressel, Peroni. Oh, Adrian. Adrian. All right. Yeah. 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 Yeah, so right on. Well, cool, Zach. Man, uh, congratulations for making it yeah. through uh, a, a stressful time and uh, yeah. putting yourself on the big team. It's an exciting few weeks, and uh, we look yeah. forward to watching you prepare and uh, and go kick some ass in Tokyo. So awesome, good on you. No man. worries. Thanks, guys. Thanks for having me again. Um, yeah, it's been awesome. Yeah, Aussie, Aussie. Thank you. Right on, Aussie, Aussie. Aussie. <laughs> That's Thanks, it for the Coach Kick Podcast, and we'll see y'all later. Hey everybody, thanks for hanging out with us. If you're enjoying Social Kick, tell your friends about it. And be sure to tell us what you liked by leaving a comment and subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. Follow us on Instagram at The Social Kick Podcast. Please subscribe to our YouTube channel, The Social Kick. And you can find all of our content on our website at thesocialkick.com.